All right, listener, welcome to our podcast, the Slazoom Podcast, unless we change the name. We haven't figured it out yet. Today's show <laughs> is sponsored by, well, first of all, does your asshole ever just really hurt, like, really oh, ache? all the time. And you're just tired of your asshole aching, bounding. Well... And and the blood in my pants is just... Oh, yeah. I'm done with it's, it. I mean, you, know, you gotta yeah. get detergent, and that, that costs a lot. It's embarrassing. Well, try... The whole thing. Homophobia. Yeah, that's right. Your asshole hurts because you're just being banged by so many guys. Try hating all these gays. When you hate them, well, they might still hate bang you, but it probably won't happen as often. Anybody? Colin, there is a line that we do not cross in this podcast. I am very ashamed of you for thinking of that as a sponsor. Yes, come on. Okay. But Hate don't, bang. Don't let your homophobia go too far, because then you'll become, like, very gay. Flossy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's a direction we could have gone with this. We could have been like, hey, listener, are you secretly gay but not entirely comfortable with it? Try homophobia. <laughs> Throw everyone off your scent. By only talking about how much you hate gay. Yeah, we could, yeah, we'd start. We could have if Sarah hadn't just jumped right in. Oh, sorry. I don't know. I like the idea of your asshole bleeding, and you have to just ah. stop with the gay sex. <laughs> we'll get it in post. Anyway, hello, <laughs> listener. Uh, Caleb, I understand you went to see Colin in the flesh last week. Speaking of homophobia, geez. Speaking of in the flesh, if you know what I mean. The fleshy pink Cheerio, a uh, uh, brown. Cheerio? Oh. I mean, it was, it, it was inflamed and I, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, so that's true. Uh, uh, yeah, so last week I went and uh, visited Colin in the uh, booming metropolis of Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> uh, hometown to many famous people like, um. Uh, the Reverend Jesse Jackson, Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali, um, shut the fuck up, Julius Caesar, <laughs> all these, you know, famous sons of Des Moines, yep. uh, who went on to have great careers in, uh, you know, engineering, telecommunication, you know, I mean, their respective fields. Slipknots from Des Moines. Oh wait, that's right, because Muhammad Ali and Jesse Jackson were in Slipknot. That's why they wore the masks, so no one would know. Yeah, yeah, and you know. Muhammad Ali was all like, you know, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. That's why they were able to turn him upside down while he was playing the drums. Oh, yeah. He was floating like a butterfly, because you know, they fly upside down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know who's... they play drums upside down. That's how they do. You know who's born in uh, Cedar Rapids, not quite Des Moines. Elijah Wood. Yeah! I would. Of course I know that. <laughs> yeah. Actually, uh, when... Uh, I was visiting Colin. We went to the State History Museum because we're, you know, you know, hip kids like that, and we like to go to State History Museums. You know, on a... <laughs> of all the State History Museums, the history of Iowa. Yeah, well, they had a whole section there that uh, they called. Um, what did they call it? Was it was it like Hollywood on the Prairie or something like that? Something like that. Sorry, I haven't spoken this whole time up until now. Nicole just got home, and the garage door is six feet from here, and it's loud, so I just, like, turn my mic off, and then she comes in screaming at the dog. But, yeah, Elijah Woods from Cedar Rapids, Muhammad Ali's from Iowa, pretty sure. So is Julius (laughs) Caesar. 
And it was like a Hollywood thing with all these famous Hollywood actors like Tom Arnold and Cloris Leachman. <laughs> Isn't Benedict Arnold from Iowa, too? Uh, absolutely yeah. not. I think that... Yep. <laughs> Benedict Arnold, uh, you know, famous patriot. Oh, I was... Yeah. Doesn't one of Iowa's senators have a Confederate flag in his office? Steve King probably. Yeah, he's a that's terrible right. Being. And yeah. everyone's like, Iowa fought for the union. <laughs> Thirteen thousand Iowans died. Yeah, in they the did Civil not War. do we very well. We actually also learned that. Actually, we in the they, I don't know if they're just bad at fighting or they just like to jump in other people's shit. But they sure died in that war really, really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be fair, didn't most of the people in the Civil War die from diarrhea? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like. They cut what other yeah, people had. Good they had some of that southern cooking, and they were like, Whoa! "That's the, what. That's what they should. That's what the I need homophobia. It the civil war, because there are all sorts of civil wars all the time. We should be more specific. We should say the war to decide whether black people are people or not, where most people died of diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, it really humanizes it, you know. <laughs> what's What's really bad is there's probably another country that's had that, so it'd be like that too. <laughs> I mean, maybe not specifically like the deciding if black people are people, but definitely civil war, and in the end, everyone died from diarrhea. I think that was most <laughs> yeah. war. Yeah, yeah. Are you sure that wasn't the Oregon Trail? <laughs> that too. That was actually most of human history. Yeah. He's dying of diarrhea. That's <laughs> still a thing. Yeah, your cat is moving your camera. Yeah, yeah but I mean, it used to be like the number one cause of death was diarrhea. Which, I know that like I'm laughing about <laughs> millions of human beings dying. Uh, like, uh, pretty much every other human being who has ever died. <laughs> but it's just so funny. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> dying because your butt betrays you. But trays. So you got to be kind to your butt, you know. Hashtag like, uh, be kind. About, hashtag be kind to butt your butthole. Et tu asshole. <laughs> that, is, that is the real, yeah. A two bootes. Latin word for asshole. Proctus. Oh, no. Et tu proctus would be. More How about et tu bootes? Nice. I like that. I like that. And we're done. That'll do it for today. (laughs) That's well. We got. We got a. We got an episode title. I mean, so (laughs) stop. All right. Let's sign Uh, off. We're gonna spend the rest of the time trying to top that. Yeah. And don't 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 most like uh, metrics or some of the metrics like for plays they have to play the end of the podcast episode. So if you really do your listeners a solid by putting out nice long episodes and everyone. They don't make it through to the end. You, you know, really should just be putting out like half, uh, you know, half a second long episodes. So if people accidentally click on it, they end up listening to the whole thing. Yeah, I mean that'll get us so much yeah. more ad revenue. From, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, highlight all of our sponsors. Highlight did that one second like, Super Bowl uh, commercial. That could be our sponsor. One second yeah. of them, one second of us, and then move on. <laughs> highlight buttholes. And that's it. <laughs> it's a little redundant, but it's like, wow, Miller went to correct their ads this year. Just repeating Accurate, yourself. But okay, so Caleb, you visited someone this last week. 
<laughs> yeah, you. you oh, that's hole. right. That's right, you were here. Back to buttholes. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm trying to now. I'm thinking about that that museum. Yeah, that was a good museum. Yeah, that a whole thing on uh, yeah the Civil War, which I had never really thought about before. Because like you never thought you about the museum, Civil War. No. Well, I mean, I try not to. It's a, Maybe it's like Iowa's time in our nation's history, Sarah. I mean, yeah, it was the, it's, oh. yeah, it's, it really sucks to lose a war. Okay. I mean, <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Because, like, in in Nebraska, right, Nebraska was not a state at the time of the Civil War, and so we didn't, like, really participate, although I'm sure people who lived in Nebraska did go and fight in the Civil War. But, like, if you go to a Nebraska State History Museum, there isn't, like, a big dedicated section to it like there is in Iowa. And it's just something I never really thought about, because, I, I mean, Iowa is it's like, oh, yeah, sure, they're a state, but, I mean, who really cares about Iowa, you know? Yeah. But I think apparently that, Iowa cares about Iowa. I don't know. I, I think that's the state motto. <laughs> Who really cares about it's Iowa? It's the most important state in the world, in the nation, because it's a swing state and the first state to caucus. Or for, first fucking caucus. state for caucus and primaries. So uh, even though no one really cares about Iowa, like politics is uh, it's like every four years you got to flake them ever so gently. Why yeah. don't you give Iowa a try? Try Iowa? Try Music Iowa. man, anyone? No? Try okay, Iowa. cool. Whatever. Oh, fuck off, I was going to say, like, I think you're saying, like, <laughs> just the tip, Iowa. But anyway, so we were talking earlier about this um, Hollywood on the Plains exhibit that they had at that museum. And it was funny because about half of it was dedicated to, like, this weird musical that came out, like, in the 40s. <laughs> uh, it was a... Um, Rogers and Hammerstein. It's okay. The State Fair. I think it's actually kind of <coughs> famous, but it, it takes place at the Iowa State Fair, and uh, that's basically their claim to yeah, fame. Yeah, Like of it. a a musical from what? Okay. Like seventy years. Okay. ago. Rogers and Hammerstein only write fucking musicals about fucking boring ass plains states. They also did Oklahoma, right? Probably. I don't know. They did a bunch of things. Okay, know. to be fair... I, Did they do a musical called, like, fucking Vermilion, South Dakota? I mean, I don't know a lot about Rodgers and Hammerstein. I'm a proud... Um, Andrew Lloyd Webber fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to say, I really appreciate our sponsor... Uh, homophobia. homophobia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a customer. Keeps so. you away from musical theater. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyway, to I was going to say, like, to be fair, it was, like, split into thirds, basically, that exhibit. Was that mm. musical, um, what's that, British of Madison County, that takes place in Iowa. Oh, and right. Of, mm. And then, of course, Field of Dreams. <laughs> of course. That's a, that's a big one. Yeah. Is this heaven? No, this is Iowa. It's like... A really big quote around here. Yeah. Uh, no, it would be. It's hard <laughs> to disappoint. That's like when West Virginia's like almost heaven, West Virginia. Like really? It's like uh, you're about to die. Is that it? Like you're about, you're on your way out. I mean, you made your way here. We're yeah. probably gonna kill you no, with it's, coal. It's like you die and then you're like you go, you know, you float up into the clouds. And you uh, uh, you get to the pearly gates, 
and they start to hope, and you're like, oh, I'm almost in heaven. And then St. Peter jumps out and goes, nope, and then a trap door opens up and you fall into West Virginia <laughs> instead. Oh, seven. Ah, oh, West Virginia. <laughs> so I see. So it's like a, it's like a practical joke. Yeah. Hell's standing room, West Virginia. So, in West Virginia's wow. defense, the state itself is like actually really beautiful. It's all like the people and infrastructure there that <laughs> makes it terrible. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty state. The little bit that true. I've been in. My friend's parents moved there in the last few years, and they really want to move out because her mom said, and I quote, nobody has any front teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're working on that landscape, and they're like, wow, this state has some beautiful mountains. Let's blow them up and get that coal out of (laughs) them. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, there's uh, definitely parts of the state where they've sort of forsaken the, uh, you know, beautiful um, uh, country that they've been given just yet. Yeah, exactly. That's, that should be their slogan. That, that should be their state slogan. West Virginia, in case Mordor was too nice for you. <laughs> Back to the Lord of the Rings. What other states can, can we equate long. to the Lord of the Rings? Oh, speaking of Lord of the Rings, uh, so, listener, if you didn't know... Well, that's our spot now. <laughs> Listener, if you didn't know, I moved out to a town outside of Salt Lake in Utah, and um, so I look out my back window, and there's a mountain right there. It's like 10,000 feet or something at the top, but at the very... Just one? At, well, there's quite a few, but out my window, I can see the one, oh. and... Uh, it's like the lonely mountain? At the very peak, it has these uh, this white dome, and... My friend was at my apartment, and she was like, what is that on the peak up there? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's uh, the beacon to uh, Minas Tirith. (laughs) And she just kind of stared at me. I was like, it's a radar dome. (laughs) Nobody gets me. Gondor calls for aid. You need to kill all your other friends. (laughs) Well, then after I told her it was a Lord of the Rings quote, she goes, you know... I am open to watching those. And me and her husband were like, let's go! I'm open. You know what? I might give it a shot. I'm progressive. I think I can handle this. It's about I'll try sex, this. Right? Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. It never explicitly shows it. Yeah, it's, you got to read between the lines. And between the sheets. Wait a second. So, if St. Peter is, like, the keeper of the doorway to heaven, that definitely means that Pete Seeger is the keeper of the doorway to hell, right? <laughs> He's the key master. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, like, Pete Seeger is the opposite of St. Peter, right? I don't know. Yeah. Is he drunk already? What's happening? I don't, I don't know about this one. <laughs> I mean, I guess it'd be... Paint I know, Seeger. that's what I was thinking. Like, is this a spoonerism? Because it's Paint Seeger. <laughs> paint Steeter sounds like Pete Seeger, right? <laughs> you know, he didn't, he didn't see that song, If I Had a Hammer. We'll get this all in post. I would bash your face in <laughs> every day in the eternal pit of torture. <laughs> Yeah, that was the weirdest season of Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> there are stranger episodes than that on that show. 
<laughs> oh no, hell is full! The demons are roaming around because they can't be sent back to hell. We have to go find Pete Seeger. <laughs> what other, um, what other things were we gonna talk about? Did we have stuff to say today? Uh, have you finished up your Iowa trip? With I the... guess that covers it. I don't know. We're not. <laughs> the summary of it all is that there was a museum. We, we got kind of trash. Oh no! Time. I actually have a story. I have a story to tell. Right. So um, we also, because we're very cool kids, we took a tour of the Iowa State Capitol oh, building. Yes, we did that. Yes! Didn't I tell you guys to do that? You did. Did I prompt yes. you to do that? No. You. Uh, no, we were because I don't remember we you anyway, saying that, Sarah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what? How was that? I want to hear. It it was uh it was it was very very interesting. Uh, right. And about as long as it should have been. <laughs> Any longer, and I would have started getting like kind of bored and like tired of looking at uh, stodgy old pictures of the buttocks or something. <laughs> so I've already been to the Utah State Capitol building since I've been here. And that one's pretty good, too. Nice. So I've been to Utah's Capitol Building, uh, Nebraska's, Wisconsin's, Minnesota's, and I can't remember what the other one is. Wait, have you not been to Iowa's? No, and I was meaning to. Ah. I know. Ah! Iowa's is okay. great. Iowa's is, like, yeah. one of the best. It's got a giant golden dome. An actual yeah, it's got, golden like, dome. Real gold. Isn't that crazy? Tax dollars. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the uh, the architect was worried about it being too ostentatious. <laughs> so there's only one giant golden yeah. dome instead of, five. like, five. <laughs> so, so He's well, like, is it too to much, for... guys? Is oh, no, th- this is totally honest now with one giant golden dome. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. So has anyone ever, speaking of state capitals, has anyone ever been through or to Topeka? I have. That one sucks, I've doesn't it? That is a shithole town. Yeah. I've never been to the actual state wow. capitol building, but it has to be terrible because everything else is about about. Topeka. I don't know. I think it's I think that's terrible. on the worst ten list. <laughs> I thought Topeka's was, you know, fairly nice, but yeah, the city itself is pretty shitty, which makes it seem worse. Like, it's like the Red Keep in King's Landing. Like all all the rich. Rich people, affluent people live here, and then they have the slums, like Cheapside and all that. the rest that. of the city. Yeah, the rest of the city. It is really bad for a capital city. I, th- I think yeah. North Dakota's is, like, considered one of the worst ones, because it's literally just, like, a tall building. It doesn't, you can't discern it as a capital building, which maybe that's good. I've I heard- don't know. Do they have any other tall buildings? I mean, no. That alone so. might be Yeah, that's a, kind of Lincoln's uh, calling. Mark. Like, if that if that building were in the middle of New York, you'd have no idea it's a Capitol building. But, like, Madison's sure. and Iowa's, like, Bye. look like Capitol building. Like, even Topeka's looks like a Capitol building. Like, similar to the Capitol, I guess, especially Madison. Yeah. Oh, like, similar to, like, US the Capitol. U.S. Capitol, yeah. you mean? I can't... Yeah, yeah. I can't remember that what that style is called, like Greco-Roman. Like yeah, like white marble. Neoclassical. There you go. Nice. Uh, but there, I actually have a story to tell about, a story to relate from the um, history of the Iowa State Capitol. Um, so it was built like back in like the late uh, 1800s, like 1890s. Late 1800s. 1800s. 
and at yeah, thank okay, Colin, you, you can just tune out. I suppose you were also there technically. Um, <laughs> technically. And anyway, so at that time, electricity was around, like electric lighting was around, but they weren't sure whether or not it would stick or whether it was just going to be a you know a flash in the pan, and so. They, at the time when they built it, they decided to, they decided to go with the tried-and-true gas lighting. Um, but then by the 1910s, they had figured out that actually um, electric lighting was here to stay, and actually it was really great because it didn't give off, like, you know, gases that would cause you to... Uh, there were you know, fewer explosions. Also, also that. Yeah, explosions. Anyway, uh, so they, they were rejiggering the whole building to have electric lighting. And there was a guy behind one of the walls where they were running the wires. Um, uh, one of the walls of the, um, the chamber of the House of Representatives. And um, he, he was working back there with a the candle. And he died. I guess they didn't have lights for behind the walls yet. They said... Anyway, there was a candle back there. And he, of course, left it out... And like any candle ever that's Apparently. left unattended for even a minute, it burned the building down. Or it started a fire, anyway. And there was, so the fire was raging. It basically destroyed the, the whole house chamber. And thankfully, the building itself, like the, the bones of the Capitol building, were, were bricks. So that won't burn down. Although I suppose if it gets hot enough, it'll get weakened and maybe collapse anyway. Um... Jet fuel doesn't but melt it, steel beams. That's what I was thinking. That's that's what they said too. Is <laughs> uh, that a weird Boston accent? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's those Boston terrorists, you know. They that. <laughs> um, that they're stubby little tails. <laughs> I, I think I couldn't come up with something Boston else. Boston terrorists. <laughs> 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 Yeah, anyway, so there's one guy who knew the building really well in this fire, right? And he um, he, he knew that, or he thought, that if, they, if somebody went up and closed off a bunch of windows in that room, in the house chamber, then it would starve the fire for oxygen and the fire would, would go out, or it would at least get to be a lot smaller. And they did that, and it worked. And so, that, I mean, that... Nice. That's great. He basically saved the building, or what was left of it. Like, he saved, like, three quarters of the building, I guess. Um, and so they put out the fire, and, you know, everybody was happy that the fire was put out, and the governor tasked that same person with um, doing a damage assessment to figure out what the state would have to pay to get the building... Like, was he even qualified? <laughs> like, just because he knew how to put out a fire, you know? I don't know. I don't know what his background was. They're like, uh, congratulations, laddie! Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember what this guy's That's, uh, qualifications were. But anyway, uh, so the governor tasked him to go and, like, do an assessment. To make an assessment. Make an assessment. To figure out what the damage was. And so he was up in the roof uh, <laughs> asking, or... He's up on the roof, walking around, uh, figuring out what the damage was, and he's walking on some uh, apparently damaged rafters, and one of them gave way, and he fell 50 feet 
from the ceiling down to the floor of the house. You'll never guess what he fell to. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, it was his death. Yes. Yeah. The fire's like, fuck you, man. (laughs) That's true. It it got him from beyond the grave. It's fiery grave. It pulled him down with it. Just like the Balrog. Oh, shit. It might have fucking been the Balrog that oh, burned oh, down the Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm delving deep down That's below the That's actually how Nebraska campus. ended up being a unicameral. You know, we ha- used to have a House of Representatives and a Senate. And then, a, you know, we got the House a of Representatives dug too deep and too greedily. It <laughs> <laughs> fell to a Balrog. So we have a unicameral government yeah, that's, now. That's how they get um, the yeah. bill terminology. Like... Technically, if you're not going to pass the bill, you say you cannot pass. You shall not pass. Lord of the Rings podcast. Yeah. Hooray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you take a tour of the Nebraska State Capitol, you can actually still tour you can actually still tour the House of Representatives, but you have to know the Elvish word for friend. Yeah. <laughs> and you can view the uh, the empty. You can let the emptiness of Kaza Doom fill your hearts. Yeah. Uh, Which is, doom. you know, my preferred state of my heart. Actually, I hate when it gets all clogged up with um, cholesterol. Your quote that only in the extended version. <laughs> oh, I think so. Yeah. I mean, that was like what Galadriel Gimli. told to somebody, Gimli. Yeah. Would this be a good time for a Norm of the Rings? I didn't listen to the podcast. Time. I assume mine no. made it in. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. Why okay. don't we do it later? Uh, I'll I'll drink more thinking. before then. Okay. But <laughs> we're gonna get back to Lord of the Rings. Don't worry. Yeah, well, what else? I've got a topic. <laughs> Some, uh, so I listener, I want to educate you on the asinine liquor laws of Utah. Oh, it's like no alcohol ever. Yeah. Please So, if you go to a grocery store, you will find beer there. But if you look closely on the label, you will find out that it is actually near beer. It is not over three point two percent. Wow. So then you go, what the hell? I want, I want full beer. Where's the beer at? Well, you have to go to a state-run liquor store, and there's like a couple. Like, one per town, and then, like, maybe four in Salt Lake City proper. It's the same way in Pennsylvania, actually. Wow. Yeah, but Pennsylvania, well, at least where I was in Pennsylvania, it was great. Because I'd go to, like, wholesale liquor licensed places and get... That's right. <laughs> That's right, because they're not liquor stores. Yeah. They're, quote, like, uh, yeah, wholesale dispensers. Yeah, distributors. Yeah. Because you can only buy things in, like, 48 packs. So when I moved here, my dad and my sister came with me, and the last night that they were here, I, we went out to dinner, and then I was like, you know what, why don't we go to a liquor store so you guys can experience that, and then we'll go look at the Capitol building downtown. They were like, okay. And so we try to go to the liquor store in Bountiful, which is like an eight-minute drive away, and... We go there. It's 7.30 p.m. on a Friday night. It's closed. It closes at 7 p.m. every night. <laughs> so I was like, well, that's that's dumb. I was like, okay, well. That's basically the experience, right? 
Yeah, I was like, we're going downtown anyway. I'll take you guys to the one downtown. So now, today I went to the Bountiful one, and that one is actually very nice. It's like a suburban liquor store. The one downtown is sketchy AF, and we walk in the doors, and the first thing that we see is a man with no legs buying four bottles of vodka. <laughs> so, needless to say... That guy belongs on the Avengers. My dad was... <laughs> what a fucking hero. My dad was freaking out after we left. He was, he was trying to say... He was like, I think everyone in that store was a convicted felon. And I was like, Dad, just because you have gauges in your ears doesn't mean you went to prison. <laughs> like, chill. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan had to it's get just like his it's in life before... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Thank this you. and Jesus yeah. that and then in ev- Utah. <laughs> All right, it's not. And nothing's, nothing's <laughs> cold. Everything's just room temp. And uh, you buy beer by the can... Which is kind of nice, but it's also yeah. super expensive. So, so you can be like, I want a sampler pack every time I go. You can do that. So, is there nowhere, I guess, in the whole state of Utah where you could buy just like, you know, like a thirty pack of Bud Light or something? I, just, I was wondering. Like, there, so. there might be you, a wholesale. I store. It won't come in a thirty pack. There might be a wholesale. Um, Loophole. You'll have that to makes, you'll have to pay for individual. Yeah, that might make sense why there's so much wine because like, so it'd be like sixty dollars. So if you're buying wine by the bottle, that's how you buy wine anyway. Or four bottles of vodka. That's true. And you need to follow the lead of Legless Legless Man. Man, that guy knows what's up. <laughs> Legless Man. A lot of things because he's not really short because he doesn't have any legs. Let <laughs> me put like in some clown horn noises there or something. Yeah. So in places that have a liquor license, like bars or whatever, restaurants, you can buy alcohol, but you cannot get draft beer that is over 3.2%. Like, you can buy the same beer in a bottle that's like 8% or something, but you cannot get it on tap. That's yeah, I know, which I, I might like personally me, campaign again, against that. I am that. very drunk. Actually, instead of clown horn noises, can you insert the, like, from Sonic the Hedgehog 1 when you get a 1-up? The noise goes, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-dum-bum-bum-bum-bum. No. <laughs> God damn it. I <laughs> no, I can't. I'm sure it's copyrighted. Actually, no, I probably can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, while Caleb gets himself some more wine, feel free to have one of my beers, man, if you want. If you want to make that switch. Um, uh, so anyway, while Caleb goes to the bathroom to take a big old stinky poop out of his butt. Come on. Um, <laughs> you you got to keep us, keep us uh, abreast well, of how Oh, man. Is. So speaking of butts and poop, um, so I had to go buy more, more toilet paper today. Has anyone ever had the thing where you try, like, in, in the past you've skimped on toilet paper? And just got the cheapest thing. And it's like... I think it's literally like a... Like a mono... Like an atomic mono layer. <laughs> uh, like it, it could... It could physically not be any thinner. Um, yeah, I don't mind that like, stuff. Well, you're weird, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't... Well, you, you get used to that stuff, and you get used to, like, using half the roll to wipe your ass with, <laughs> because, like... 
It's, it's just so thin you have to double it on itself like, like 40 times until you're comfortable. Right, yeah. And then you yeah. touch your b-hole and you're like, ah! That's right, yeah, so you don't accidentally finger blast yourself. Um, In the butthole. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so, sorry, I, I hate to be male-centric. I mean, that's really the only option if you're a dude. Or any time. other hole. Yeah, I was what about say, your pee I, hole? I don't know. I'm not ruling that out. <laughs> no. Could Come happen. on, no. guys. We've said a lot of things on this podcast, but it's going too far. <laughs> but anyway, so you get used to, like, you're used to this really thin toilet paper where you have to, like, use half, you, like, have to pull off, like, three linear meters of, of toilet paper <laughs> to feel safe. That there's a, that there's a comfortable buffer of cellulose between your finger and your butthole. And then you actually buy, like, good toilet paper, but you still, you just, like, instinctually pull off, instinctually, like, pull off, like, uh, you know, three meters, and you're like, this is way too much toilet paper. Yep, I just use a roll at a time. Just grab the whole roll, wipe up and down, <laughs> go <laughs> good. Caleb, this podcast <laughs> has literally gone to shit without you. All right. Come back! So, my dad came with me to Utah. Right we, we know. My dad came with me to to help me move to Utah, and he he's got some some poop problems. Like I don't poop understand ones. how one human being can poop so much. I think he poop. It just made it made the journey stressful, is what it did. Cause like I'm I'm in my car, my dad's in his car with my sister, and you know like we eat breakfast and we get on the road, and then like an hour later I get a phone call. And it's my dad, and he's like, oh, you know, I gotta, I gotta go potty, so, uh, you know, in the next 15 minutes, if there's, if there's an exit, you know, can we go ahead and take that? And I'm like, dad, don't fucking mess around, I know I need to take the next available exit. And so the first time he did that, the next two exits were closed because of construction, it was in Wyoming. <laughs> and my dad shit his pants. <laughs> nice. Wow. Hey, we had some uh, Caleb and Gay we Sarah and shitting I our pants in Atlanta. Yeah, we all shit our pants. Yeah, <laughs> it was the cool thing to do. No, but remember my shit adventure where I was like dying. Where was this? <laughs> this happened the night of Nashville Chicken. Ah. Uh, like, oh yeah, I remember. Did you guys that. eat yeah. that spicy stuff again? Again, yes, we did. And, and this time, <laughs> no, I got the... It wasn't as spicy as the last time. This was, like, palatable. This time, I got the medium instead of the, like, spicy. So I thought I dodged a bullet, but then, like, at 3 a.m. in Redundant. the 3 a.m. At the mo- in the morning... No, it wasn't... Wait. Did you wake up in the middle of the night? I did. Oh. And I'm like, oh, no. I feel like my entire insides are, like, being ripped apart by a badger. Yeah, I need to God. take a fiery poop. So I went and... Did a fiery poop in Sarah's friend's <laughs> toilet. Sorry about it. Um, and I thought I thought I sorry about it. I thought I dodged, but like I'm like, wow, that wasn't too bad of a fiery poop. Well, the issue was I was eating spicy uh, pop like jalapeno cheese popcorn on the way down, and that was what caused that fiery poop. So I thought I was in the clear, but then. Caleb and Sarah and I take off in the car ride from going from Nashville to Atlanta, and just like 30 minutes down the interstate, I'm just like, because because Gay Sarah's driving, and I'm like, uh, if you want to take like the next 
the next exit to a gas station. That'd be good. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like in the passenger seat, and I'm like sweating and flopping back and forth, and like, uh, um, it probably looked like I was dying because I really felt like I was. You know, it was uh, burning me up inside. Uh, and then we stopped at the gas station. I took a fiery poop, and I was good. Oh, yeah, good. That is a feeling that I cannot empathize with at all. Am I the only human being who has, like, capsaicin receptors in no, my rectum? Yeah, it definitely, definitely, it definitely burns. <laughs> Not on the interior. I get you. I, get you. I only get it, like, on, like, after I make. Yeah, I'm definitely getting on, on the outside. Enduring. You know, that's the well, that's what I mean, bothers me. That's a pretty good story. I mean, it's not like uh, Escape yeah. from Diarrhea Mountain story. That one, uh, listener, if you hadn't listened <laughs> to that episode of the pod, I want to go back and <laughs> I don't know if that was the name of the the episode oh, or not, good. but it should have been. It should have been. Not how the it wasn't, but that's a good one. It's on brand. Yeah. So, Sarah, I imagine your dad was probably, like, really embarrassed and, like, um, don't tell anybody that, and then you just, like... Oh, no, we didn't even know. He, I just noticed he had to wash his underwear in the shower, so... Oh! So he, like, expected that nobody knew, including you, and then you told all of us. It was, like, it was just a little oh, bit of poop. It was more of a shark, I think. Wow. I like how you said that, then just like licked a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit of poop. Just a little bit of poop. <laughs> and then, okay. <laughs> he, uh, so they stayed at my apartment for all of like 48 hours. And he used two entire rolls of toilet paper. Oh. You know, um, Showtime's like, friend yeah. in Lincoln, he had like he had to get part of his colon removed or something, or he was born without it. I'm not sure. So, so like so yeah, when he wow. eats food, he has to like eat a ton of food shit because he own. can't get the nutrition. And so oh, like when he shits, guy, he shits yeah. out mostly digested food. <laughs> Wait, well, I mean I, that's technically well, true with everybody. I mean. Oh, you mean mostly not entirely digested? I see. Yeah, yeah. The the guy with like, like he's pretty cool, but his wife's really cool because she's like into metal. Was um, this the guy that was accent. our roommate for like two months? He's only okay. No, different guy. No, he he's a cool guy. It was um, he was at show's wedding. But to, yeah, yeah, because I was like he was talking about like the fact that like he only had like yeah. a fourth of the intestines that you should have him like. So, like, oh, so, you, so like, yeah, that, exactly. Like, like, yeah, we went over disgusting. to his place one time, and mm. he made like brats and hot dogs, and he had like five brats or something like that, or six brats with buns and everything. God. And then, pretty soon after, like we were playing a board game, he goes to the bathroom. <laughs> it's like ground zero. <laughs> yeah. Shits it right back <laughs> into a bun. <laughs> then we went through this motherfucker. <laughs> Reduce, reuse, <laughs> recycle. I mean, I assume those for a previous meal, but still, yeah. That must that must be great to like eat so much food, but must be horrible every other step of the way of the digestion digestion process. <laughs> yeah, horrible you do for a your lot bank account. Yeah, you probably have to, you know, moisturize your uh, a moisturize your sphincter, sphincter, you know. Moisturize, you know, lubricate, and make sure like a lotion enema. Really up 
to up to snuff. <laughs> Sounds like something I'd be into, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, Ethan, um, yeah. didn't you want to talk about something entirely different? Yeah, so... Wow, the clipping. I remember when we were in fucking high school. I rem- That was a weird <laughs> class. <laughs> yeah. I, I barely passed that one. <laughs> um, yeah, kept me from kept me from getting into MIT. Uh, anyway, um, so they used to have I don't know if they did this in all high schools, but they'd have three bells for lunch, mm-hmm. and like uh, like depending on what class you are, you'd have bell one or two or three, um, so that the whole lunch line wasn't like immediately mobbed by the entire schools with their students, which. In our case, it was like only 120 people. So. Yeah. I think yeah, our school had nine lunches. How many? Nine. Nine, Sarah, nine, the story nine. isn't about your school. But they overlapped. Nine, nine, nine! Nice. Thank nice. you. Thank you. Uh, so anyway, if you had the misfortune at being at, like, last bell, and being in, like, the biology, either the biology or, like, the fucking home ec room that were in that weird basement-y part under the gym... In our high school, uh, yeah, I remember that. You would arrive at the cafeteria last. And about it's half like a the time, shelter. About half the fucking time, they would have run out of food. God damn! Like they would have run out of like whatever. Well, not run out of food altogether, but run out of like whatever they were supposed to be serving that day. And so you'd end up getting like weird ass leftovers from like three or four days before. Like yeah, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah, yeah, they just give you a fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwich. To be fair. A lot of the time, you're you're better off because right. damn, our school lunch was. I mean, it's a, I think it was especially bad. Yeah, even as far as school lunches go. Oh yeah. my god, it was, it was terrible. Yeah, I, so after we both graduated, uh, so I have a younger sister, and so I was sort of kept in the loop of uh, what was going on in the high the school after loop? I graduated. The poop loop. No, not the poop loop. <laughs> That's for. It's a different thing. Um, <laughs> Podcast is so highbrow. This, this is the this is like the front end of the whole digestive system, not the not the final. Not product. the poop loop. Um, but anyway, they eventually instituted a program where local farmers would um, would basically donate uh, beef. Oh, to for the high school. Fuck's sake! Why didn't they do this when we were in high school? Like. Because that's the best fucking beef in the world. It's like yeah. local Nebraska beef that just like, that's the fucking best, like, that's what ruins steakhouses for me. Like, I can't fucking go to a steakhouse. So, like, yeah, that's definitely better true. better beef if I go back to, like, the people I grew up with back home. And in high school, I had to, like, eat this fucking, like, like when the Humane Society puts down all these kittens, they just throw them into a grinder <laughs> and it goes straight to fucking Thayer Central High School's cafeteria. And now they're like, oh, here's the fucking beef that they sell to, like, billionaires in China. God, anyway, go on with your story. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> so we missed out on that. There's no following that. So it was, Ethan, I, I'm sure you're upset. <laughs> it was the opposite for my high school. The lunch just got worse and worse. So Even after you left? Well, I don't know about after I left. I assume so. Okay, sure. But, like, from my freshman year to my senior year, it got way worse. Um, 
For starters, okay, we had like a sandwich bar that like you made your own sandwich, and then at the end there was a panini Fancy press. Fancy. I know. They had a panini press where you could like grill your sandwich. It was amazing. Uh, I'm not sure our high school of mostly tards could be trusted with that. <laughs> did Did you go to a predominantly white high school, Sarah? So did you. <laughs> Okay, that's true. We were also in the <laughs> To be fair, we went to an entirely white high school. Yeah. No, we had, like, literally Token three non We had Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, sorry. We had a panini press, and then they got rid of it. I don't know why. It was the best thing ever. And then also, after my freshman year and then none of the other years you could buy regular pop and then starting sophomore year you could only buy diet soda and i was like this is fucking stupid like diet pop is still bad for you give me my regular shit when i want it so um (sighs) i mean to be fair it's still bad for you but like obesity is probably worse for the majority yeah. of people than the um, carcinogenetic effects of the uh, right. artificial sweeteners. Depends on what you're, like, genetically predisposed to. Like, I'm genetically predisposed to diabetes. I don't think it's aspartame's like, okay, been fucking proven as a carcinogen yet. Yeah. No, it's, it's, yeah. It's, that doesn't make it, it proven as a carcinogen. <laughs> That's fair. It, and it, it is a proven in They ban guns in a lot of places in Europe, and I'm pretty which. sure they don't cause cancer. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Known carcinogen. I don't know, man. Have you been on the okay. internet? <laughs> so so I know that, that we three guns. went to the same school, albeit not me and Ethan at the same time. But my, my school before that... Um, well, it closed down due to insufficient funds. So that'll say something right there, right off the bat. When I was, um, when I was in grade school, we had great lunches. We had just like a lady basically volunteer her time to make home cooked meals because there were no students in the school. There was just no people. And then, yeah. That's what and we she had. Retired Carlton, or quit like or something, or ran yeah. out of money and this starved. This old death, Mormon lunch lady. And after that, our lunches were like, <laughs> it wasn't first come first serve. It was the oldest <laughs> get to go first, of course. And yeah, <laughs> were you like raising um, some tribal society you enough to survive? But you were, if you were a large person in any way, like a man, a normal sized man. You have to go back for seconds to have enough food, and they would never have enough food for seconds, basically, for the younger people. And, like, they gave out this, like, shittiest food. I don't know where they got it from. Um, I don't know if it was food. It might have just been, like, painted cardboard or something. One of their sides that they gave was literally a fistful of marshmallows. That's it. That was the side, which I actually like. I like marshmallows. But are you fucking kidding me? Although, yeah, I actually love marshmallows. Very often, at least once a week, one of our sides was a fistful of marshmallows. Yeah, I mean, it's delicious, but pretty We didn't have any kind of salad bar like that in school had. Like, the salad would run out like the rest of everything. We'd be lucky to go back for salad if we wanted salad. 
but yeah, we had um, there were just I think thirty-two people in the whole high school, and all four class, or all you know, ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth grade. So yeah, you, the schools get ba- paid up by person. I mean, I I remember I remember in um, there were several years when I was in well junior high and high school. The high school had a, a an a la carte. Um, thing, yeah. which was basically like, you know, we've talked to before how the area where we came up from was pretty poverty stricken. There were probably a lot of people on free lunch programs, that yep. sort of thing. And so to rub it in their faces, how much the rich people get it, which rich people were like, you know, lower to middle, middle class. Yeah, people whose household income was like greater than $30,000 a year. Exactly. How much better those people had it. Their kids could afford, you know, maybe five bucks a week to get in addition to normal lunch, like a fruit roll-up or like a snow cone or some shit like that. And man, like the gall of those people running the school lunch program to... To like line up a little cart full of sweets at the end. It's like we we know your family is impoverished, but would you like to pay a dollar fifty for some sweets to supplement your terrible lunch that we're giving you? What the fuck, man? How terrible was that? I mean, I was I never got anything off of there because well, I didn't have that sort of money, and you should also, have brought a fistful I mean, of marshmallows with you. That has showed up. Where did these people get off? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just thinking about that right now, I get kind of pissed off. I mean, now you guys are ri- making me <laughs> like really said, want some marshmallows. My mom always complained about that. I was like, I like the marshmallows. <laughs> like, of course, you like the marshmallows. That's not the point. I remember. I remember a la carte. Um, yeah, also, it was no. like some French, French people bullshit. Me off. I also, that also pissed me off. Like, I like, are you sure it was in Arabic? It was like, the card of God! <laughs> yeah, all those cards. Yeah. <laughs> it had some, there are like several racist jokes that I could make right now, but like, they're all kind of three stooges through the door in my head, and like, no single one could come out. Uh, um, okay. What a problem to have. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I remember uh, my uh, my friend. The only other the only other um, I was gonna say the only other boy my age, but also the only other human being my age uh, oh. in the town I grew up with. We'd ride the bus together. Fucking not the Zuck. Yeah, it is. His fucking mom worked at the bank, so you know she you know they're one of those filthy checks. greedy g- check. Mm. Yeah, one of check them. Man. <laughs> check. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, New World yeah. Order bullshit right there. <laughs> <laughs> this goddamn checks running everything. Yeah. And it's Eastern Europe. Anyway, crazy. Um, he'd always get the combos at the end, which were like pretzels, but they were filled with the dust that was supposed to taste oh, like something yeah. else. I've had those at the gas station. They're okay. <laughs> well, that's that's all that was on the a la carte. It wasn't like fucking creme brulee. It was like fruit roll-ups. Yeah. Or, yeah, the fruit roll, or fucking combos there on there, right? Yeah. Or like, uh. They have like those, like those, uh, those frozen, like, push pot things. Did they have those? I forgot. I mean, I remember them having those. They had some, like, terrible frozen things. Like, they, they didn't even get, like, um. Oh, what were those, uh. 
uh, th- those ice cream oh. cone things that were like um, uh, covered in like chocolate and nuts, and then had like drumsticks. Drumsticks. Uh, dr- um, <laughs> did they have another name? Was there like a brand name for them? Doesn't matter. But yeah, they had those too. Uh, oh man, I'm just real. I had a giant revelation as to our upbringing and my past. Oh, um, jeez. Do you realize that of all the various carts in Fair County? The a la carte for Hebron community schools, or Hebron public schools and later Thayer Central community schools. Uh-huh. The art cart from my dad's church where they would keep all the art supplies for, the, for like all four kids in the church in Sunday school. Um, there were probably some other carts in Bear County. Presumably. They were all fucking like hospital nurses carts. That were bought from hospitals. <laughs> like when they were selling off their, all their old shit. So, like, they used to have all these drawers and stuff to keep, like, you know, fro- like human organs on ice and, like, <laughs> diarrhea medicine and various things in drawers. And all those hospital carts got repurposed as the various carts of Fair County. <laughs> Well, don't let anybody ever accuse us of not being thrifty. (laughs) Did I talk about on the last podcast, um... No! Oh my god! I remember I was talking about this with, uh... Uh, so, Gay Sarah and I, we have some really good friends, uh, where... Hard to believe. The the woman is, uh, uh... It's a couple, and the, uh... The gal is one of Sarah's really good friends from college. And the guy, we actually, we met him through, because he's her husband. He's actually from El Salvador. So whenever we we get together for dinner um, or whatever to catch up, me and and, uh, Salvadorian Gary always end up having (laughs) a, like, who is from the bigger shithole off (laughs) about our various rural, unsophisticated upbringings. Wow. Um... That's saying something, doing that with somebody from the third world. Yeah. Well, especially because he, he talked about, like, how El Salvador, like, when he was, like, 0 through 12 was, like, extremely rural. And Is then, he not our age? Yeah, yeah, he's, like, a couple years older. But then, like, after the Civil War, like, all of a sudden they went from, like... Wait, wait, that would make him way older than us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, after the our black people actually people and also everyone dies with diarrhea war. It's <laughs> the technical name. Um, but anyway, so El Salvador also had a civil war. So, and another one of so I, I I brought this up. This was on a previous podcast. I was talking about our strange non-city upbringings with him and uh, our wives. Um, Anyway, so, uh, yeah. I remember when I was growing up, um, fifth grade was a real coming of age for anyone with, um, interests in music, in instrumental music in Fair County, because fifth grade is when band started, and there was this big thing where you would go and you would, like, try all the different instruments and pick out what would be your instrument. For the rest of your goddamn life. And then you talk to your parents and they say, this is the one we can afford. No, the wooden yeah. one. This is the one so your older sibling, sibling already yeah. got. Mom and Dad, this doesn't make any noise. It gives me yeah. splinters. <laughs> right. Here, it's, you're really good at clapping, aren't you, boy? To be fair, our ba- like we, our school like obviously didn't have an orchestra or any like 
real thing of artistic integrity. So it was only like nah. marching band, jazz band. Yeah. Um, so we hope you like brass. Uh, anyway, my brother um, decided he want, wanted to play drums in fifth grade. So I'm four years young, younger than my brother, so I would have been in first grade. My brother would have been in fifth grade. My, my sister would have been like a freshman in high school. Um, and my sister had her own room. There were three bedrooms in my parents' house. My parents obviously got one. My sister got they another got to herself because she was the oldest. And my brother, yeah, my brother and I shared one because we were, you know, the youngest two. Um, and in, I think it was probably because you were both boys. That too, that might have had something to do with it. Um, anyway, so my brother decided he wanted to play drums in, in fifth grade, and my parents are like, you know. We don't have a lot of money, but one thing we really feel strongly about is that our children um, have all the opportunities they can in rural Nebraska. So once again, you can't play cello or any instrument people actually want to hear. Um, to uh, play guitar, hell I mean, yeah, band, that's, the, that's the best. Most people want to hear that more than cello. <laughs> uh, anyway, they're like, you know, if our children are going to learn instrumental, mu- instrumental music, we're going to make the investment. So they bought my brother a trap set. Now, the only place to put this trap, they said, it's your instrument, we're going to put it in your room. So oh, that's good for you. <laughs> my brother and I shared a bedroom, a not very big bedroom, so in this bedroom was his bed and my bed, and a filing cabinet that my brother, in fifth grade, had bought, because my brother... got documents. He's an engineer, so like this was also like when the internet was a new thing, and he would go up and, online and like print out fact sheets about airplanes... <laughs> And file it away in this file cabinet. So what a nerd. Our, our oh my god. Was, uh, like, uh. And this is another thing because on one of these hospital surplus sales, my, my dad thought these were the greatest thing. So, uh, when my brother and I were too old for our bunk beds and growing out of them, uh, my parents bought these hospital beds. From an old hospital, who knows how many people had died in these goddamn things. That's pretty metal, man. <laughs> yeah. But it was great because you had, like, the... There were, like, three cranks, and you could, like, raise them and lower them and lower the... <laughs> uh, yeah, the, could you, like, incline them? Like You could. You could. <laughs> Those are so expensive. In our, in our room growing up, there were... Not if you buy a surplus from, like, an old hospital... We, we There were two hospital beds, one for me and one for my brother, separated by a filing cabinet... Full of, uh, full of, like, pages from the internet. Like, not the internet we're familiar with now that actually has things, but the internet basically when it was a glorified shared PowerPoint <laughs> presentation about, like, SR-71s and, like, stealth planes and a goddamn trap set. And that was pretty much all the room there was in the room. So it was like, yep, here's our beds and a filing cabinet and a trap set. I mean, having two beds and a trap set in a single room. Yeah, I was thinking, like, uh, Caleb's bedroom. a giant bedroom, man. (laughs) Wouldn't fit all that. Not even close. Like, I had a twin bed, a a built-in desk that I made with the help of my uncle, um, and and a narrow aisle between the two, and that was it. That's all I got. I, I, I had no space for trap sets. 
Also, I'm not sure you could have got it up your stairs, which are basically just a wall. Oh, no way, no way. <laughs> stairs up to your bedroom. We didn't really we didn't really have the option of speaking I'm for a good half, half an hour. <laughs> so, I, uh, I rubbed one out at that point. <laughs> oh, we'll get it in post. I, I, might, I might cut some of that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, Me too. <laughs> the moral of the story is the bedroom I grew up in was very crowded because there were two hospital beds, a filing cabinet, and a trap set in it. <laughs> two, two hospital beds is already enough. Then there's me on my, like, privileged end of the spectrum. I had my own room. We lived in a tiny house, and then we moved to a huge house. And in the huge house, I had my own room, but I never stayed in it because I was afraid of the dark. So it's just an unused room. Look at Sarah. Oh, my shit don't stink. I grew up in a county with stoplights. My my room at my dad's house was (laughs) bigger than my current living room in my house. Very, very large. (laughs) <laughs> Which was fantastic. <laughs> That's Kansas for you. it was the outdoors. And that, it, it was the barn. Well, guys, um, I think uh, I think that about is all the time we have Yeah, this we're going to do Norm of the Rings. Don't let that go. <laughs> we got to end on a high note. you got to watch to the back of your oh, cat's fucking head the right. whole podcast. Okay, all right. Just cut out my entire bedroom story. All right, well, listener... Thanks to the rest of us here, I guess, um, you get to be subjected to another. And now, it's time for... The Norm of the Rings. The world is changed. Feel it in the earth. I smell it in the air. Much that once was is lost. For none now live who remember it. It began with the forging of the great rings. Three were given to the elves, immortal, wisest, and fairest of all beings. Seven to the dwarf lords, great miners and craftsmen of the mountain halls. And nine, nine rings were gifted to the race of men who above all else desire power. For within these rings was bound the strength and will to govern each race. But they were all of them deceived. For another ring was made. In the land of Mordor, in the fires of Mount Doom, the Dark Lord Sauron forged in secret a master ring to control all others. And into this ring he poured his cruelty, his malice, and his will to dominate all life. One ring to rule them all. The, the, this, uh, the, this, this world, you know, it's, it's, it's changed, you know? It's like, uh, you know, you walk outside and you're like, hey, you know, it's, I can, I uh, can, I, you know, put my hand in the water and I'm like, oh, 
man, look at that, Dan. I can feel the change in the world in, in the water. And and then I, you know, I, I, you know, walking around without any shoes, you know, out in the, out in the garden or whatever. And it's like, oh, geez, Louise, I can feel it in the earth. And, uh, you know, sometimes you're like, yeah, yeah, walk outside, you know, and get the paper or whatever. And it's like, oh, geez, Louise, I can smell this, uh. Some stuff changing up in the air. It's like, oh wow! And you know, I think about it, you know things that uh, you know we used to have growing up. You know, it's, those things aren't around anymore. You know, they've been uh, they've been lost. But uh, you know, the people who are still around, you know, they they don't really they don't really remember. You know, it's uh, you know people uh, they get old, they forget things that uh, they had when they were young. Uh, and you know, I, I like to think about the uh, you know how it began. You know. You know how it began. It began with the, uh, <laughs> the forging of uh, the Great Rings. <laughs> yeah, you know, most rings, they're pretty good, but uh, the, uh, these rings, you know, they're, I'd say they're even uh, great. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was, remember hearing about how uh, there were three rings that were given to the to the elves. You know, they, they said they were immortal, wisest, and... Huh, Believe it or not, verest of all beings. You know, they gave a few to the dwarves, a few to the men, and you know, yada, 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 you know, it's rings, it's rings, you know, it's like, who's keeping track of all the rings? It's, it's a, it's a whole thing, you know, we, you know, I feel like we have accountants and stuff these days, but back then, you know, they didn't have that, so it's just like, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's rings. <laughs> you know, they, they just hand them out like candy, you know? Uh, but, uh, you know, there's this, there's this guy, um, who they called, um, well, you know, nowadays we call him the, the Lord of the Rings. Um, I think he's, well, he's, uh, what's his name? He's, uh, Sau, um, um, the Sau, the Sau Man, um, Sauron, man, that's, that's the guy. Um, you know, he's really the, uh, yeah, uh, he's the enemy of the free peoples of Middle Earth. And, um, you know, he, he was defeated back then, and so the, the, you know, the one ring that he, he made, um, to control all those ones that he gave to those dwarf people and the crazy elf lady and whoever, you know, they, um, um, you know, he, the power was lost. Um, but, uh, you know, now, um, uh, that, uh, one ring that, uh, he had, um, has been, has been found, you know, it was, um, it was given to that, that old wily guy, you know, the, uh, the big-eyed, uh, crazy gray-skinned guy. You know, uh, what's his name? The creature, uh, the, uh, is the creature, uh, Gollum. Gollum, yeah, that's, that's the one, you know. <laughs> he found it, he took it out into the mountains, and he hung up there and hid in the dark for a while, and then... Old short man came and, you know, they did like their little riddle game, you know, you've seen it in all the papers, it was a big deal. <laughs> and he got it, he brought it back, and he hung out around here, around these parts for a while, and, you know, he's like, hey, I'm a, I'm an old, uh, short man, and I have a strange ring that can make me turn invisible, you, you know me. And, uh, and then, like, he did a, he, he did a weird prank. You remember that? You remember that weird prank? You went, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that prank there. Yeah, 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 he went, yeah. He did that. I was at that crazy birthday party, and then he disappeared forever. You know, and uh, and that's when uh, that's when our story begins. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that was good. We we could maybe have this just like we could just pick wow. a random celebrity to do a passage from the Lord of the Rings. 
since we we haven't done our um our second impressions game in years, just do that. Do our impression of a celebrity doing their impression yeah, of something true. a scene from the Lord of the Rings. Years have passed since second impressions. But the call of the diarrhea pants grows stronger. We might That's have the best thing ever that are, that are very <laughs> slanderous and possibly crimes against humanity at this point. <laughs> like, things complete like it just flying in the face of the Geneva humanity Convention. <laughs> so listener, until next time. So long, farewell, I'll be there saying goodbye. That's what I call pancakes, motherfucker! So, true story, when they killed Osama bin Laden, or when they announced they killed him, that was when we were staying in uh, Nyhart dorms. And we decided to write out that same thing on a piece of paper, like from the Mines of Moria, and then sign it, Osama bin Laden. And we stuck it in the we stuck it in the ceiling so tiles above awesome. the bed. <laughs>